Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the black effect presents family therapy and i'm your host elliot connie Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey everybody, Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast, iHeartRadio, 111 Productions, iHeartMedia, iHeartPodcast, iHeart, Dish Soap, iHeart, <laughs> all Dish kinds soap. of things. You know, <laughs> iHeart's getting into all kinds of things. Anyway, um, uh, uh, we are going to break down episode 15, season 6, a Vineyard Valentine. I have a controversial take. Oh. And I am joined by my controversial yet intrepid crew, <laughs> uh, led by Tara Sood, Suzanne French, Amy Sugarman. Welcome, ladies. Uh, what is your controversial take? Oh, you want me to tell you now? I do. Well, you want so to get into some So we have a lot to talk about, first? but I'll, yeah, I'll tell you this. Half the episode I loved mm-hmm. and half the episode I thought was stupid. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it's fair. Yeah, like the we'll get into it. But first, <laughs> have not gotten your tickets. Ladies to and I gentlemen. am all in live. Oh, man. It is. We are getting close to sold out. There are some tickets left. There's t- tickets for the stream. If you cannot be in L.A., obviously mm-hmm. get your tickets to the stream. Mm-hmm. If you can be in L.A., I really I'm actually excited about this. I am too. So Scott's going to be there. 
we have all those amazing cast members that are going to be there and it's very intimate venue. So like we're doing a full Q and a, and you're really going to have the opportunity to ask all those people questions, but it, it will be snowing. We have Dosi's market. We have all the things and we just added like, you know, look, I understand tickets are expensive, right? And mm -hmm. I want people to feel like they're getting a lot of value for that money. Mm -hmm. We have in the back lot. So it's on the studio lot. Like it's super cool where the theater is. Mm -hmm. A Luke's diner food truck. Oh, That's so cool. awesome. Oh, I was hoping that was going to come through. A Luke's <laughs> diner food truck. And who's yeah, manning that truck? You will see when you're there. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just going to be And so we have a Luke's diner coffee cart yeah. in the venue. So, like, for people listening, like, you get a lot of bang for your buck, right? Like, I get it. It's expensive. But you're getting the show. You're getting dinner. You're getting... You know, we obviously have Dosi's Market that has concessions for sale, but like everybody gets, you know, some real cool perks with their ticket purchase. Oh, yeah. a, a tad pricey, but there's a reason for that. We're not trying to gouge people. No, it's, we, it's yeah. Amy, Amy can provide. We uh, wanted to do it at this venue, right? Mm -hmm, so it's yeah. a very, it's a very cool place to see a show. And it's very intimate. So we can only have a certain number of people in there, which obviously makes ticket prices higher. So we've right. done, you know, like, like I said, you get, you know, your coffee beverages, you get dinner after the show from the Luke's diner food truck. Like we're doing everything we can. We really want to make right. it where people have an amazing experience and just right. but a we, real we, Gilmore evening. Right. We have to offset the cost of what it's costing us to rent the venue and hire the the workers and all of that stuff that we're yeah bringing. we're not also we're to not strike it after like, we're done right. it's not yeah we're not we're not we're not we're trying just, to make make money we're on, trying on to break this. even here <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not <laughs> to bring you some some great entertainment and some great yeah. guests that's and all it's we're the old uh, it's the old Jay Leno studio yeah yes. yeah Johnny, old Johnny Carson's yeah. uh, Jay Leno uh, it's so it's it's got a lot of history behind it we're really excited what I'll say is if you can travel it's worth it. Mm -hmm. I'm traveling down from San Francisco. Like it's, this is going to be really, really cool. Yeah. So Scott, you better be awesome too, because <laughs> you've got to carry the whole show. So I know that's very hard for me, uh, <laughs> but I'm practicing a great deal. Uh, I'm doing my Walter Cronkite imitations. I'm brushing up on those. I don't know about uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is very intimate. So I do want people to know, like it's, it's, um, yeah. You're going to be up close and personal with these guys. So. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're we're just going to just rip the roof off that. The place. snow is expensive. <laughs> mm, snow's expensive. Little pieces of paper are very. Expensive. The most expensive part. <laughs> <laughs> sort of true. It's sort well, of true. Well, look, we're going to bring you a great show, great guests. We're going to have a blast, uh, and I can't wait to meet everybody in the in the meet and greets. Um, and that uh, it's just going to be uh, we're we're really yeah, it's going to be really it's really going to be really cool. pumped really for this cool. so it's it's it, we're going to we're going to give you 110%. So the easiest way to get tickets to the in-person event is if you go to our Instagram on our page there's a little link it'll take you to a link tree and you can click in-person tickets and that'll take you to the exact link um and that's the best way you can buy tickets. All right, good deal. Good. I deal. love it. All right. So, okay, guys. Maybe we should synopsize first. 
I'm ready to synopsize. All right. This is uh, season six, episode 15 of Vineyard Valentine, and it aired appropriately enough on February 14th, 2006. It's a couple's weekend with Luke and Lorelai, Rory and Logan in Martha's Vineyard, but Luke doesn't seem too keen on hanging out with Logan. The weekend is then ruined when Mitchum shows up, demanding Logan to leave right away, and tells him he is moving to London right after graduation. Was I the only one that thought half the episode was awesome and half was really not great? Well, it's all this. The first half was all the setup and getting there. And we're getting out of Stars Hollow and getting out of our comfort zone and going to the vineyard. I, I was looking forward to it. I I was like, yay, let's go on a trip. But right <laughs> off the bat, Luke just seemed a little. That's like, like can you it's like. The, the the impression that I got from both, uh, um, well, especially from Luke, is that he was just, it's like, dude, really? Yeah. Yes, you're I agree a, with you're you. You're a grown man. Chill. Stop, stop with the kvetching about yes. everything. And when yes. she slams him in the bedroom about it, he deserved that. Um, yeah. He was you know, like a different character. It was. He was like this yeah. very cagey, strange guy who didn't want to mix with anybody or do anything. I mean, who the hell would want to marry that? Yeah. Right? It, I think that you're right, odd. Scott. I think that's what was bothering me. He was yeah, so like, me too. who is that guy? Mm-hmm. And then right. once Logan gave him the gift, it all switched. Yeah. But I was just like, what is going on? I just have never seen Luke so weak, uh, drawn so weak as a character. And annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and annoying, annoying, for sure. And uh, really weakened in, in front of Logan when Logan figured out his gift problem. And Luke said, well, all right. I mean, he just seems so. And Luke wouldn't he have just, forgotten. He, here's a word I wanted to use is impotent. He just seemed impotent as a man. He just wouldn't have forgotten the gift. Like, no, right. He wouldn't. Nev- he would never not have the gift. Now I get that it wasn't exactly Valentine's day yet. And so I I sort of was giving him a little bit of a pass for that, but like he also would never be such a rude guest. Hmm. Well, also going back to the gift, Lorelai's reaction made it seem like she's never received a Valentine's day gift. That's how I took it. But it's so weird. He gives her gifts all the time. That's why I just thought it was odd. It's funny, Amy. I thought you were going to say the weird part or the part that you felt was off was that they were not on their sets. Like, clearly, this was an entire... Oh, you mean that they were in Malibu? That did bother me. But weirdly (laughs) enough, it, it, like, for some reason, whenever shows do that and they go, like, on location or, you know, like, down the street, it it bothers me. weird. This one yeah. didn't bother me for some reason. I think it's because we always hear that like the Gilmores go to Martha's Vineyard and mm-hmm. like you kind of created this like, I don't know, I created something in my head that like this is where they always go. So for me, it just felt like normal, but I made this place up in my head. Mm-hmm. And part of the house tracked for me where I'm like, that's what the house would be like. The house mm-hmm. was not nearly fancy enough, though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was I believe that was Olivia Newton-John's house. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. That's sort of ringing a bell for me. Mm-hmm. It was Malibu. Sure. Like it definitely yeah, sure was Malibu. Yeah. 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 First of all, the one thing I don't like about Gilmore Girls, and I don't know if it's a money thing, when they do those sort of establishing shots <laughs> that are like, we got these from 
by establishingshots.com. Down to the seagull. That, that weird yeah. seagull. And it was right. so like, oh my God. And it just felt like Malibu. I was like, we are, and I don't know, maybe it's because we're all from LA, right? Like we yeah. all live in LA. It was so Malibu-y. Like, yeah. Well, I don't think it fooled anybody because there's leaves on the trees. Like there was nothing about it that looked like New England. Well, and isn't Martha's Vineyard you're like oh, sea level? There's not like tall, tall. Right. There's it's yeah, not mount. <laughs> yeah. There's like, no mountain behind you. Yeah. What's <laughs> happening. And then at the beginning, the house just seemed like. Is this like an Airbnb fairly cheap house in Malibu? Like it wasn't <laughs> mansion-y. It wasn't what the Huntsburgers would have. Like it was so, e- e- like the decor was okay, but again, it was not up to the level. And so I just was like, what's happening? Yeah. And I, Luke was acting like a fool. It was like a mm-hmm. whole alternate universe, Gilmore Girls. Like oh, it yeah. just was, really was like Luke was weird. Rory was really weird. I don't know what her deal was. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I didn't understand the whole thing with Luke not having the right clothes. Like is the weather <laughs> oh in Martha's Vineyard <laughs> different than the weather in <laughs> Connecticut? Like he just would have to bring what he would wear at home. Why it's like, come on, bonehead, you're like going to the beach. It's, it's not like he came cold. from Malibu to like the East Coast. <laughs> right? Like he would just wear the I'm same warm clothes blooded. he would have been wearing Although, anyway. like, the, the good laugh for me was the Martha's Vineyard sweats. I'm like, at least that made me chuckle. Because yeah. I'm like, exactly what? But he like he brings a camp stove, but he doesn't bring a jacket. Like I don't that didn't make <laughs> that any sense. Insane. It was so first of all, right? Why would he bring any of that nonsense? It was so insane. He was acting cuckoo. I also don't episode? believe that Luke never had lobster before. I refuse to believe that. Hard. It's hard to that's yeah. that's hard to swallow. Correct. No pun intended. Yeah. yeah. And also, I'm sorry, but Rory went from being Rory to Rachel Ray in like five <laughs> seconds flat. What? That girl has never cut anything. Like she uses a yeah. microwave and right. throws like, like pizza in the oven. Like that's it. And when yeah. she was do- doing the tour, she was like a little girl playing house. She's like, don't use, the, you know, only one person can use the shower and, and also don't open the window. Like she just was like narrating the, the house, which... I'm sorry we have done enough of our research to know that the Huntsburgers are almost billionaires right right they definitely do not have a house in Martha's Vineyard where only one person can shower at a time (laughs) exactly it's like no way okay so fix them like the Huntsburgers aren't gonna like just let stuff like that go exactly that's why it was so like this does not track this is like like I said, it fine. Then make it an Airbnb that, or say Logan, they just bought it and they're flipping it, like something like that. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, but like, that's not going to work because we know this is like this is their like palatial Martha's Vineyard estate. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I have never been to Martha's Vineyard, but I have enough knowledge from yeah. the World Wide Web to know that's not what the Huntsburgers <laughs> would have. Like, where's <laughs> like what? I think that house fit into the. The budget, the episode budget, quite yeah. nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. 
Yeah, it, I mean, it's pretty cool that it was Olivia Newton-John's house, but like still. I think it was either her house or her house was next door or something like that. It was yeah. just so Malibu. That's like, where the budget guys- went. <laughs> like literally i was like can we just go to howdy's and get a burrito because literally we're in malibu like it was just so why didn't they just make it malibu i don't know anyway that really took me out and also like everybody you're right suzanne was just weird Mm -hmm. yeah i thought logan was consistent his character always seems to be very consistent i agree with you scott you know he 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 was he was the entertainment part for me. Zukri yeah. was probably like, "Why is everybody acting crazy?" <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> He's like, "I'm just gonna be me." What? I, enjoy, like, I enjoyed him. He was his yeah, charming self. And, Correct. You know. Like even at the basketball, he was normal, and Luke was yeah. acting so weird. And yeah. who suddenly snap snaps for a gym person to <laughs> give them a massage? Like I was just like. <laughs> It what? was so weird. It was so strange. <laughs> also, like, yeah. Laura, I will say I did laugh at Lorelai and Rory going to the gym, but like literally just like not knowing what to do. It right, was what to that do part was a little like on point with the two of them. But OK, yeah. the one thing I will say, and I know we're going out of order, but like this episode was so weird. We just have to, you know, when the gym guys like, can I work in? I wouldn't <laughs> have known what that meant either, except I just listened to Arnold Schwarzenegger on Smartless and totally <laughs> learned because Arnold will say like, <laughs> Can I work in? And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, now I know what that means. I've never heard that. Yeah. Arnold totally explained huh. it. Hmm. Scott knows. Scott knows. Yeah. A guy <laughs> tried to work in yesterday. I didn't let him. <laughs> Just gave him a look. Get out of here. Okay. So let's let's go back. So we start the episode and it was weird from the start. First of all, it was in this, we must have had a hiatus, right? Because the recap was extraordinarily long, mm-hmm. which I get if I wasn't watching how we're watching every week, right? But it must have been, when did this air? Uh, February 14th. Maybe they didn't have a lot of episodes in January. I don't know, but the yeah. this, the <laughs> recap was just so It also long. went back a little bit, like really back towards older episodes in the mm-hmm. season. Like it wasn't right. last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where AstroPro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages They starved us, they beat us, they burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Suki made me laugh when she said, Suki, you mean sucky. But I just don't think she's going to be like struggling that hard over the Valentine's menus. I liked Lorelai's curls and the wrap dress right out the gate. But like, I don't know. What do you guys think of just sort of the in and then the Zydeco mess and the whole thing? Well, it was, there were just, you know, it wasn't uh, your, obviously your traditional Gilmore Girls episode where we're in Stars Hollow and we get to see everybody in town. We saw Luke, Lorelai, Rory, and Logan, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, except for the very beginning. Mitchum (laughs) came in, and then we get a little Suki in the beginning, and there's some Zydeco stuff, which was like, huh? I think that just shows how off this episode was. Was the it was so incongruous with the and it was was maybe a funny bit. uh, Yeah, but we didn't get to see anybody else in this episode, and it's like. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It could have been good. Four characters carrying the whole show. Yeah. And I don't know if we pulled it off. Because mm-hmm. you weren't yourselves. Yeah. Right. I feel like right. that bit with the band actually could have worked in a different episode. Like, I thought it was kind of funny. I just feel like it it had nothing to do with this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than I guess she's, you know, I it was heartfelt when she sort of is realizing like June 3rd is not happening. Right. So that was sort of, okay, you know, look, I giggled when she said Led Zepp again, because I was, <laughs> was like, I, I love those Yacht Rocky, you know, cover band, yeah. Super Diamond, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, oh, go for Led Zepp again. But <laughs> otherwise, it was sort of just like, what's going on? Yeah, a little, little out, disjointed out of character, uh, mm-hmm. 
out of its element in Martha's Vineyard, which was not depicted well. Um, right. And just it, like. It was a very strained. Uh, even uh, having said all that, I was still entertained because we have Logan to keep us yeah. afloat. Well, and it got good in the second half. So, okay, we'll get we'll get to that. So then we we get the setup, right? So we're in the uh, we're in the apartment and in Logan's apartment. Now, the bed felt like it was in the living room for me, but maybe it's just a very large <laughs> bedroom. Did anybody else? I was a little thrown off by the bed being with the couch, and the, I was like, "Am I?" In yeah, this? I didn't quite get it either. It feels like it's just one giant open room. Maybe it's a loft. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Anyway. You know, and look, Logan's going to be up at 11, but that was still sort of funny. The whole world's up, yada, yada. Now, I thought it was really cute when he said, bring your mother and the guy. Now, he would have known his name, but otherwise, that was cute. It was nice of him to think of them. Yeah. And yeah, that was all cute. What was Ducidides again? Um, oh, isn't yeah, that a, a Greek like, uh, philosopher, a philosopher or playwright or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. So then we sort of have a brief visit to the paper and she's like pretty much got her bleep mm-hmm. together at the paper, right? Like mm-hmm. right. feeling like that's going well. And then we sort of tee up like, no, take the weekend off. It's Valentine's We, we, we see her interpersonal skills with her staff. Yes. And that yes. she's a good leader and that mm-hmm. she listens and she cares about people. Empowers them and the whole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that was all good. My next takeaway was just, I I am a fan of low rise jeans. I love the low rise oh, jeans. God. <laughs> and this Lorelai really wears low rise jeans. So that really stood out for me. And then so Rory calls and you know kind of says to Lorelai, "Come, this was Logan's idea and let's do it." Yeah, I don't know. It, t- it just took too long to get there. Like we mm-hmm. should have just it like going to the beach house or Martha's Vineyard should have been like the setup should have been one scene, like yeah, the opening that's a good scene. Point. Good point. I think that's what it is. It was just two. I think it was like let's see, one, two, three. It's like four scenes before we even got to Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah a lot we, of talking have, about it. Yeah. yeah, a lot of talking about it. We have that moment that I thought was important where she says it's the last nail in the June third coffin. So I was like, oh, okay, mm, all right. But yeah. but Luke and Lorelai seem to be getting along great. Like yeah. they're they're you mm-hmm. know he was sort of a curmudgeon about it, but otherwise like they seem to be getting along. They're taking the truck. I think it's one of those things when you tell someone like for her, it's she told people a date, especially her mom, and that date sticks with people because now mm-hmm. like if it doesn't happen, I think it's more of she's okay with Luke and she's okay with the situation. I think she's worried about what other people think now because. Mm. Like, remember when Suki was like, what did you do? Why is it not happening? And then she's like, it wasn't me. It was because of April. So I think it's more of how people, she's worried about how people think about her more than getting married. she's the one that suggested moving the wedding. Yeah, but not because she wanted to, though. Yeah. She thought it was the right thing to do, but still. Yeah. But he didn't disagree. He agreed with her to move it. So few questions for Scott. Did mm. you feel that the luggage had stuff in it or were you just carrying very lightweight? <laughs> so I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I thought I was selling it very well. Luggage I acting. really do up until the point there was an accident when I put the big bag down 
before loading it into the truck at Lorelai's house. And it, <laughs> it almost toppled over and it looked very light. So I thought, Oh, that's you nailed it on the stairs and going out of the house. I really right, thought, Oh wow, right. those are some heavy suitcases. And then all right, of a sudden I was right. like, huh? <laughs> those seem like an envelope. <laughs> my yeah. next two questions gravity before. was my enemy in that scene the next question for scott mm. are there not seatbelts in that truck <laughs> did not uh, I, see I, anyone i believe there are lap properly belts. okay yeah. lap belts i did not okay. see a restraint i don't I, I actually don't recall lap belts i think it was just such a vintage truck it didn't have anything so sketch. Yeah. Driving to Martha's Vineyard in the winter with no seatbelts, just sloshing <laughs> right. all around that bench seat. That's how we roll, man. You know. My next topic for everybody. Though even though Luke was being super curmudgeon-y, I, I thought it was okay for him to say, Where do we stand with this guy? Oh, we've called a truce. That part didn't bother me. That needed yeah. to be acknowledged. I will agree with you, Luke. I don't like staying in other people's houses either. Mm -hmm. it's not fun it's weird yeah i agree i don't mind it oh i mean if it's a nice house I don't over know. a hotel would you rather stay at a hotel or someone's house my own I'd house i'd rather stay at somebody's house if it's you know i i really would no i've do always guys... had good experiences with that especially Ooh. in ski country you know but do you ha are they there renting a house is different. yeah no they're there and they're hosting you and it's and it's fun yeah. i love it no. oh god you oh, have to be so, so on your best behavior you can't oh, just lounge around and watch tv you have to make the bed you guys need to google sebastian maniscalco the comedian's bit on staying at other people's houses because okay. it sums it up perfectly mm. Just like Rory when she's like, oh, you can't take a shower at the same time. Like he does this whole bit about like this toilet doesn't really work. So jiggle the handle. And you're just like, oh, See, that's I think that's the problem. I think what you pointed out earlier is it wasn't a, a palatial enough yeah, state yeah, for them to be behaving that way once they got inside the house. That would have sold that same behavior in some kind of gorgeous mansion. That was obviously worth, you know, he, 20, 30 million dollars. That would have tracked, right? He says something. Am I right? He says something about being grandma's house. It has its kinks. Mm -hmm. Something. But I still was like, yeah. no way. The Huntsburgers, no way. That right. thing would have eight showers. Right. <laughs> that all worked. They would have remodeled. Exactly. Yeah. They would have had mm -hmm. beautiful marble white marble. I, I think Carrera they were trying marble. to make it seem like this is the country getaway cabin you know um, like shack mm -hmm. shack yeah that's, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's his exact actually uh amy his exact line was it's a grandma so it's got its kinks oh that's it's what he a said. grandma oh, it's a grandma is. that's what yeah, he said it's kinks. yeah okay i mean i'm glad they acknowledge it and don't act like at least somehow but i still was like no way these people are and, billionaires and the way mm -hmm. they describe it like rory talks about how the dining room seats 20 but like that doesn't correlate with what we saw visually. No, like that we, did not look like a place that has a dining room that seats twenty. We saw a five hundred dollar right. a night Airbnb. Yeah, not good. <laughs> not good. Right. Uh. Okay. Well, and then now we get to where I sort of was like, oh, Luke, you know, calling him snotty and saying that he, oh, did you see how me Logan was so rude? He corrected Rory about the gym. I was just. I like, mean, what? Yeah, yeah, that was he weird. Was stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> so Who's that weird. guy? Like, I wanted to just smack him. 
I'm like, why would they be scared to leave their room? It was so odd. Yeah. Yeah. This was where I was like, oh my God, I am not. This is what is happening. If it it was to allude that Luke doesn't like Logan, then okay. I feel like there was another way of doing it, but this just felt like out of character. Yeah. And he like needs a signal the next morning to come out. And- right. Yeah. Like, I was in hiding. Was, did you tell him I was hiding? I mean, it's like, it's so forced. <laughs> yeah. Everything forced, was so yeah. forced. And, and was- Luke's a stud, right? So he's not going to be right. such a weirdo. Like right. he's going to own that thing. He's going to be in the kitchen cooking up the meal. Like he's literally just not going to be such a weirdo. I wrote, why is Luke so weird? that's it was glaring maybe maybe it's you take him out of the diner you take him out of that town you put that behavior in someplace else and it's glaring maybe that's the reason is a camper right he's not going to be bothered by the waves or stan the raccoon like i mean we're beating a dead horse right like luke was a weirdo we have to just acknowledge that whatever Mm. Mm -hmm. that's the one episode that i would erase if you were to say, you know, take your best episode mm. and take your worst episode and just get them out so we can average in, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, that would be for me, I'd say deep well, six that episode. Half yeah. of it. I think things took a turn once they're having the the dinner, right? But okay, mm-hmm. first let's get to a couple of things. Rory coming down the steps in Malibu in her cute blue coat. She did have a cute quote. Then they're all going to the gym. gym. They're all going to the gym. We've acknowledged (laughs) the gym was weird, although I did enjoy his Luke's Martha's Vineyard whole thing. (laughs) This is where I wrote, this episode isn't good. So at this point, I'm sort of like, really like, this is not good. And we're just wasting time, right? Like the gym was just like filling airtime to me. Yeah. And we got the gym twice, right? Not just once. Didn't they go back to it? No, they were there. It just felt like that because first they were in the gym. Then we went to the basketball. Then we went back to the gym. Okay. That's what it was. But it's, but here's the thing. What an opportunity to, to lampoon Martha's vineyard. Or to make it awesome. Either way. Either way. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they chose to go into a gym. With yeah, right, which was like clearly in LA where they put up stickers that said Martha's vineyard. Gym, gym or something <laughs> right right and and rory like, says oh we like to go to the gym when we're here but then you see her there and she doesn't understand anything that's happening exactly so obviously she doesn't go to the gym right. while they're there I, right i actually have a question that made sense scott i have a question the show is in season what are we in season five yeah six five six, six sorry six. so at this point the show is very successful has made a lot of money why wouldn't they just like send you guys on location because like other networks have done it where like abc would send all their tgifs to disney world like they would spend the money right, to do that right. well, especially I if think you got that real characters okay, in right. the episode because it's cw the budgets aren't as big the profit isn't as big the revenue isn't as big mm. right i think if, they if, spent if, the money on olivia newton john's house like it was already expensive yeah, taking yeah. them out of it the budgets on these shows was not what you know a friend's budget is or or uh, you know, right, if, like Modern if, Family had right, more money, right? If you're if if your show, if you have a hit show on a major network, ABC, NBC, CBS, mm-hmm. um, Fox, now I guess mm-hmm. would join the big. That's the big four. Mm-hmm. 
then you've got some money to burn. Then you're making large dollars uh, on uh, the at that time the DVD side and all you know right. all kinds of revenue streams coming in. But on the CW with Gilmore, even though it was a hit show, uh, it, it didn't have the uh, it didn't have those size the size. I can give you a little a little fun fact if you all mm. want it. Mm. So you know the Ryan Murphy show nine one one that's mm-hmm. on Fox. It's yeah, Fox's. It to, that's right. It just went to ABC. It's Fox's biggest hit, right? It now they're all kind of owned by the same people, so whatever. But it's yeah. Fox's biggest hit. But the show is so expensive that Fox couldn't afford it anymore, and that's why nine one one is now going to be on ABC. So you think right. about that because that show is so expensive to do with the stunts and like. Yeah, that's a great example. Big, I didn't even think about no. that. Yeah, yeah. So, but, like, I mean, and, and this is, can afford it, right? Mm. This is this is why hit shows get canceled, and nobody can understand. The audience is like, "Why did you cancel it? Was the number one? It was huge hit, and all because it's too expensive profit, to produce. Profit margin, and as it as it uh, you know, labor costs and cast want more salary, then it just gets more expensive every 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 year. Right. But the revenue mm-hmm. streams remain the same or go down or dwindle. So. It's an interesting thing, though, because I would have just kept y'all in Stars Hollow. But whatever, <laughs> for whatever reason, they wanted you to go to Malibu. Don't get out of the boat. <laughs> right. Right. Stay. Don't just do get, this same kind of concept. <laughs> I would have enjoyed if Rory and Logan decided to come home to Stars Hollow for the weekend. We could have had mm-hmm. the same sort at of episode. Or at, or at Lorelai's house with Luke yeah. there and they're kind of having right. that. I guess the the thing here is when it gets good is when Mitchum comes in, but we'll get to that. So, but yeah, Valentine's Day in Stars Hollow would with have been amazing. All, all with with Babette and Miss mm-hmm. Patty and Kurt it still and, could have had Mitchum come blaring in, right? If Mitchum right, went all the way from right. wherever he lives to Martha's Vineyard, he could have gone from wherever he lives to Stars Hollow and just knocked on the Gilmore on the door, door, right? And, been and like, imagine how much more disturbing and shocking that oh would have been God, if he came into been... that very placid environment and blew up like that. <laughs> that would have been yeah. amazing. So, yeah. and then anyway. Kirk could have reacted like, "I don't think he's happy," or, or <laughs> right, you know. right, right, exactly. Uh, could have been so good. And then Susan Babette could have gone. He was like a volcano. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he thought he was gonna blow. His head was gonna blow off. Exactly. It would have been so. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. 
they burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, back in the world we're in, then now we've <laughs> talked about this. That's very reluctantly. And go Rory's back. cooking, which uh, was weird. Like she doesn't know how to cook. She's not going to suddenly take it up when she goes to Martha's Vineyard. No, mm-hmm. I, I get the gist. We're supposed to get like they. She knows where everything is, and they're such a happy couple, and they're going on their trip to Asia so that it's more yeah. disruptive when Mitchum, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So. Then we go outside and Logan says, I'm going to do the gift at dinner. And Luke's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like he's never heard of a Valentine's present before. (laughs) Then my problem here is stupid wardrobe. (laughs) The tennis bracelet. Let me tell you how much a tennis bracelet is. Not cheap. Minimum. Five grand, probably maybe thirty five hundred. Right. So they were clearly a set. So he's got this necklace. That necklace would have been so expensive and just not the kind of thing that Luke would have bought. And why didn't she suss that out? And that's what I thought she was going to say in the bed when she was holding it. Like I thought so too. Logan gave this to you because it looks exactly like the tennis bracelet. It came in a set. What's going on, Luke? Her reaction was like, in all these years, she has never received a gift from Luke. That's how her reaction was. Oh, she has. I know she has, but her reaction was like, oh my, oh my God. I have never seen such a beloved (laughs) couple ever portrayed in such a bad light on TV. (laughs) It was so weird. It was just like. Lorelai's so like, 
Well, let me do the mashing. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had such a flag on the way. Rory was doing the tomatoes. Nobody puts tomatoes sliced like that in their salad. She was cutting them like they were for a hamburger or sandwich. I was just getting so irritated. I was like, oh, my God. It's like it was at that point when we started just picking apart everything. Oh, I just was like, but, it's, but it does. It, it does. That happens. It snowballs. Yeah. If something is a little off, and then it just starts snowballing, then you just it's you're picking well, and it now apart you're his best. Turn. Now you're Logan's best friend because he gave you a necklace. Like that's sort of a D move too. Like, oh, right. I only right. like this rich guy because he saved my ass. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, like how to destroy a character one on one. And Rory's so. Is the right is the word insipid? She's so like these could be the ones. Like, um, yeah. I'm sorry. What about your whole Christian Amanpour career? You're the head of the Yale paper. These could be the ones. Like, well, and uh-huh. and Luke and Lorelai were engaged, so clearly it's not Luke could be the one. Like Luke <laughs> is the one. They're engaged <laughs> to be married. <laughs> I don't. I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't. We don't understand. I don't think we ever ripped apart an episode too. this much. <laughs> we had one other one we didn't like, but this one's definitely going this lower. Is... And then, like, they're clapping for her celery cutting. Like, I'm just like, what is happening? Well, and did you notice that Luke, after all that about the lobsters, Luke is the only one that had any lobster pieces on his plate, like. <laughs> Logan had like one little piece. Rory had one little piece. It's like they make this big deal about making the lobster, and then no one was eating Ate it. it. Oh my god! I don't know, oh, man. And, and then also like they have to add in like, yeah, we went to the same shop, so we could buy these together. Like give it, giving the necklace. <laughs> and the <piece. laughs> yeah, they had to come up with a cover happening? story. Not oh man. <laughs> Let, let's just pause for a second. Let's each of us state something positive about the episode ready go tara go okay. uh the end yeah the, the end <laughs> up ready. until this point the, end ending. the ending not, the end not when the end credits no no not the up end until credits, this but, point only yeah. zukri is all i can do zukri okay. suzanne what do you think my the only thing in this episode that redeems it for me is luke saying i love you you know i love you yeah right. That's that the was only a, that, redeeming right. feature of this episode. I agree. That was a nice It moment. starts to take yeah. a turn now, right? It starts to get better now because he sort of acknowledges I've been preoccupied. You know, I love you. We can have lobster at our wedding. Oh, no, now it's taking a turn, right? Where they're sort of getting back to themselves. She loves the necklace. Then they wake up the next morning. They slept like angels, the breakfast Santa, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> starting to get, now I'm starting to feel like, more comfortable. Okay, I know where I am, right? I'm now I'm in Gilmore Girls. And it's like they the Emilio Estevez reference. I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to like this. They think they're gonna elope, really getting somewhere, and in comes Bitchum. And yeah. that now I'm like, now we're cooking. I yeah. was like, now I'm now I'm jammed. Like 41 minutes. <laughs> yeah, now we're cooking episode. with gas. Yeah. 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 But Mitchum, as unhinged as he is, it was now I loved it, right? Mitchum is yelling at Logan. Mitchum's so awful. He's so embarrassing. He's so inappropriate. And the face acting, 10 out of 10, because Rory's watching, Lorelai's face, Luke, everybody. 
now I'm like, now this is good. I think a lot of times we hear Logan say how hard his dad is on him, but we we've only seen it like maybe once. But I think this is where we really see it. Like mm-hmm. you're going to do this. You're going to follow in my footsteps. End of discussion. You're getting on that plane. Like we finally saw it instead of hearing about it. Well, yeah. and we get to see Luke say, you need any help there, which meant you OK, buddy. Like I got yeah. it. And then Lorelai says, no one understands like I understand. And we're having this moment where I'm like, they're all bonding. And then he's very sweet with Rory. Like, when are you leaving? And he's like, let's just not think about it. It's only February. Like, all that suddenly, I I literally don't know how far into the episode we were. But now I'm like, now I like this. Yeah. Well, you had to feel for Logan. I mean, no matter how you feel about him as a character. Uh, you had to feel for him in that moment. And, and uh, Greg Henry, who plays Mitchum, mm-hmm. pulls that off because that could have been over the top or too carny or too. He pulled that off. Like he yeah. comes in like that dad would yelling and raising his voice and mm-hmm. talking down. And who are you? And da, da, da. And, and, and still like, well, they can stay, but you're out of here. You know, like, and you, he really Pulls that off, that character. That scene where uh, the two of them are just screaming over each other was really well done. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. And the faces on the other three. It's like, oh, my God. And and I liked that they didn't step in because that would have been not okay if Luke realized something. Here's a technical uh, aspect of that. Greg and Matt knew going in that they weren't going to cover the scene. Tell words, me what that means. They weren't going to do co- close-ups or coverage oh, okay. on either side of that argument. So the director, I, I think, was it Dan Palladino? Yeah, it's Dan. Run. So Dan said, look, this is just going to be a two-shot. You'll both be in profile, so go ahead and overlap each other's dialogue. Because when you do coverage, uh, they really discourage you from overlapping dialogue they want oh interesting so then it kind of comes off stilted a little bit but the editors oftentimes want that space to cut the scene right so uh interesting luckily luckily those guys got a free pass to be great you know and no considerations for editing or no considerations for coverage they could just go you know, full speed overlap. Let's go. Let's create oh. a great, great mm-hmm. scene like you would see in the theater. Well, it feels like Dan Palladino just showed up. Like he just started maybe at the Valentine's dinner scene. I feel like he wasn't directing it leading up to that because it was so bizarre. But now it's like, whoa. Yeah. And then I think it thrives from there. When we go back to the diner, it felt good and caesar sort of like wait i was supposed to tell you something what was that and then <laughs> you sort of get the balloon popped when he brings up april because suddenly lorelei isn't a part of it again and i wanted so yep. badly for luke to say well no why don't you come why don't you come i thought it was weird that she says the bikes at my place isn't yeah, it, it, it it almost sounded place? like a, it almost sounded like a breakup it was weird. and it was it was it was yeah again it was just it I actually didn't think track. that. Yeah. The bikes at my place, it's their place. It's our it's, place. It's funny though because right. I, now that you say it, I think about it. But when I was watching it, I was just like, well that's Lorelai's house. Like in my head. Yeah. Always- there. He just paid 
It's $20,000 to remodel that thing. No, I know. But yeah, I, I what, think- yeah, why are they acting yeah. like they're breaking up and it's her place and he's got to come get his stuff out of there? It's, he's it gonna, she's going to walk home. Like, yeah. even though it was yeah. still good, now yeah. it was good strange instead of like, what show am That's I watching? Strange. strange. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The the ending was just really disappointing for me because you felt like when they had that moment at the Martha's Vineyard house and he was like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't. You know, that's just how I am. You kind of felt like, OK, now he's aware of what Lorelai's perspective is. And now he's going to be better about letting her right, in. And then right, we right. get back to the diner. And it mm. just goes right back to what it was. It's like, okay, Lorelai, bye. And I was so disappointed. I'm like, okay, I guess we didn't make any progress here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So then we come, so Lorelai walks home. I did like the flower on the back of her jacket. And we play the messages, which I thought was an effective way of telling this part of the story. Mm-hmm. My flag is why would it just be Lorelai's picture in the paper? That was so weird. Everyone else, why would it? Why would Emily not put a picture of Luke and Lorelai? So well, weird. I, think, I think that says a lot about how she feels about Luke and yeah, I was about to say the same. How would she have a picture of Luke? It's a diss. I mean, I don't know. She I think it's, at picture. the end of the day, it's all about her daughter and her daughter's getting married because it's going to be Emily's day. You know, it's yeah. This is more of an event for Emily than than it is Lorelai and Luke. So uh-huh. I think she just that's how she took it, like because it's her status and DAR and all that stuff. Yeah. And I don't know that help. she would have had a reason to have a picture of Luke, though. Well, didn't they get one at the one. birthday party or at the re-wedding? Sorry, the re-wedding. Not or the she birthday, could have asked re-wedding. for one. She could have just exactly. been like, hey, the photo, but, but that's then not Lorelai would have known what do. she was then Lorelai would have known what she was doing and she would have had to tell her the date was postponed. Yeah. Poor yeah. Luke. Poor Luke. Poor everybody. We've got just, a hot mess gosh. now. Hot mess. <laughs> All right. So I think uh, we are going to wrap up this delightful episode. Um, <laughs> so now what so, do we rate it? Yeah. We what are we going to rate it? it I don't even what have favorite we... lines really from it. That's... I had one. I actually chuckled at. It was uh, at the school paper and it's when they were saying us and them and then Rory was like, what do they put on the paper? And he's like, S&M. S&M. Oh, yeah. That was I actually did laugh at that. I wrote that one down. Um, a highly unlikely mistake at that Totally. Also agree. Yeah. Right, I just that's a bit was, of a reach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. What am I giving uh, this? Tara, what are you giving this and what is your measuring okay. stick? Um, my measuring, measuring stick is going to be lobsters and I'm going to give it... I'm gonna give it five lobsters. Mm. Five lobsters. That's a lot of lobster. Mm. <laughs> low, low, low score. Suzanne, what is, what is um I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give this I I thought that there was some of the banter was good, so I'm gonna also give this five um giant knives. <laughs> I'm giving it six, so and I thought I hated it the most. Martha's Vineyard sweats or awkwardly sliced tomatoes. I can't. <laughs> decide <laughs> mix of both six yeah it's my lowest uh, we've had in how many what episode number is this my lowest score yeah i think mine too uh-huh. mm. uh i'm going to give it uh since i kind of take it personally <laughs> <laughs> since i had to watch that myself being that and it was not 
uh, it was not enjoyable. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna put it down into the threes. Oh, my oh I'm, wow. I'm gonna give it a three point six. Wow. I'm gonna give it a three point six five. Oh. Um. Uh. Uh. Portable camp uh, burners <laughs> that is out of kerosene. The only thing with. Luke Brown. <laughs> with, with maybe 3.65 uh, Bowie knives to take off the feet <laughs> of anybody involved in doing this. If <laughs> anything, is officially the lowest rating on any episode we've ever yeah. done. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ouch. I just no, think it's, I mean... it's, it, it, listen, I understand the creative people like to mix it up. If they feel a little stale and they come up with an idea, Let's take it to Martha's Vineyard. Let's do that. Then that's what they must do uh, to find their way back home, uh, as it were. So I, I don't. I, I applaud the effort. You know, it's hard to take this out of of Stars mm-hmm. Hollow so yeah. much and limit it to so few characters. So I applaud the effort, but uh, you know, the execution is a different story. I feel like the more we talked about it, I like dislike. I didn't mind being at the beach house at first. And the more uh, we talked about, it, I'm like, yeah, it just got worse. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll sway you. We yeah. we'll sway you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm worried. You know what? I also will say, mm. I'm not sure I've seen this episode, but once. <laughs> like I mean, you don't really. This need is not to. an episode I've ever rewatched. Right. Mm. And I wonder, like, I was literally like, have I even seen this ever? <laughs> like, I'm kind I, I, of, like, confused. Like, Yeah, I don't know that it's a famous episode. We might be in for some trouble, but I do know. Look, well, well, anyway, I digress. Look, we're gonna, we're just going to tuck and roll out of this. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, ladies. <laughs> the house is on fire. Let's just get out of the house. <laughs> we got to get some fresh air. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, it's going down so much. Uh, thank you, ladies. Tara Sud, Suzanne French, Amy Sugarman, um, and best fans all the planet. Thanks for for downloading uh, this uh, giant bowl of positivity. <laughs> we serve two <laughs> giant spoons of love. Uh, anyway, we will see you on the seventeenth. Uh, yes. Get your tickets. Um, uh, much love and uh, stay safe out there. Forget follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, 
They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.